food, baby. We in here, yeah, we in here. We been Y'all better get comfortable with saying black. We in here, yeah, we in here. Black versus the Board of Education. Cause we in here, now. We in here, yeah, we in here. Cause we in here, now. And you know that's why we are indeed a whole mood. That's it. I'm, I'm, what is popping today on this fabulous Monday? It's Miss Laureen with Black versus the Board of Education. And we actually invite you into our space today because, ooh, we have a whole lot to talk about. But you know how we do. Before we get any conversation started, I know we're a little bit early. People are a little quick on the trigger this to this afternoon. Um, but before we get started, we like to let you know who's in the building. Um, and so we are going to start with Miss Keela. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, I'm never going first. Hi. <laughs> I'm Keela. Um, student. Okay. All right. That's okay, it. Keela. <laughs> wow. I got excited. I'm okay. Sorry. <laughs> Jalen, hey. Oh, okay. Um, my name is Jalen. Uh, I am from the California area. Um, but I want to have everybody bow their heads real quick. Um, can we all send a prayer to De'Aaron Fox's finger? Oh, uh, we gotta light the beam. We have to and, light the beam. And we gonna need his finger and we to need do his that. Finger, huh? We need his, we need his finger to heal. He yeah. has a fractured finger. He came uh-huh, out, uh-huh. and we need him we know. to light the beam. Thank yeah, you. Just light the beam. All right, Miss Jada. <laughs> hey, oh, hey, let's not talk about that. That lose last night. Um, hey guys, my name is Jada. I am a homeschooled senior. This is actually my last week as a senior. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't know what you're yeah, gonna flowers. do with yourself, huh? I really don't. I mean, I do, but like, I don't. <laughs> oh, wow. Not too much. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, where's Adrian? Hey, Adrian. Hey, Mr. <laughs> I'm a college student in the Sacramento area. You know, I'm back to my natural habitat. So, oh no, not okay. the natural habitat. All right, the natural habitat. Okay. Where my girl Melissa? At? <laughs> Come on, Melissa. Hi, everyone. My name is Melissa, and I am a junior in the SoCal area. So, you guys, you know, we had a chance uh, this weekend to go by CBS 13 and kind of spend some time and get to learn something. So, I want to know. Give me one takeaway that you left with. Come on, Miss Jada. Um, my biggest takeaway from the CBS, um, I guess just how it encouraged me to want to be a news anchor. That's Ooh. like the biggest thing for Come me. Come on, news anchor. And it actually, because I used to be, I used to have an undecided major, but now I want to major in journalism because I heard that was and a lot of where they started, and then they started the writing, then they became okay. anchors and wrote their stories, and you know. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm so we done de- got a major declared. Okay, come on, Miss mm. Keela. What did you learn? I learned that there's a lot of things that go on in a news station that I never knew even went on, like the green screens, all this stuff. But like the associate producers, like shout out to them. They do a lot. Oh my gosh, <laughs> they do. It's just like, I feel like they don't be sleeping, like kind of like you, but like, oh Lord. Like, I don't know. So it's, I'm like the associate producer, producer? Period. Yeah, okay. like, there you go. But yeah, it's a lot, but shout out to them for real. All right, Jalen, what'd you learn? Um, Talking on the, uh, the what, what's it called? Teleprompter? Teleprompter. Oh, that yeah. thing is hard. <laughs> and I don't understand how the, the actual anchor does it when he hasn't wrote it. Mm-hmm. Oh, like it's oh, easier yeah. it's easier to write uh, to read something that you wrote like the sports anchor he wrote all this stuff so he can 
right. go over in his head. Mm-hmm. The news anchor, he just has to just read it. Right. I, was, I never thought about that, but you are absolutely right. Adrian, what did you take away from it? Uh, my biggest takeaway was how the anchors can go from like professional to joking in a matter of. <laughs> oh my God, that was so <laughs> funny. Button. Oh my gosh. Shout out like... to um, Brady and Jake because <laughs> they absolutely. Jake uh, Jake from State Farm. <laughs> uh-uh. They absolutely could switch it on and off. Definitely. And that's amazing. It's amazing. Did I cut you off? I did not mean to cut you off if I did. I was done. Oh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> Melissa. Uh, Jayla took mine. I was going to talk about this teleprompter okay. and how that is so hard. Like, and we each got to take a turn doing that. That was probably one of the hardest things I've ever done because it's going so fast. And if you mess up, that you just you have to keep going and people always say you know if you mess up no one's gonna know you messed up everyone can know you messed up if you're not smooth with it and so seeing seeing them do that and even seeing almost where they messed up but they picked themselves right up i thought that part was just so amazing and so professional and how he told us that this was his first time i don't believe him that was a lie because he was so smooth with where he stumbled over his words and he picked it right back up on the next sentence it was just so amazing there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes and i was watching the news last night with my mom and i was like i know how everything works and if i'm never going to be able to watch the news the same again it's it was amazing. i literally went home after that day i went home and i was listening to some some news and i literally could hear him stumbling over the word like you wouldn't hear it if you didn't go through the teleprompter right. yourself uh-huh. but i can hear him be like oh okay and then we have to keep going i'm like yeah. hey yeah, there was so, probably a three second interval that one guy was talking about. <laughs> so shout out to Jake and um to Brady, who was the anchor, and it was not his first time ever. It was his first time in Sacramento. So mm-hmm. he came from, I think, I think he said Illinois or Idaho. 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 Oh, Idaho. Okay. Idaho. Idaho. He came from yeah, Idaho. And so it was his first show here in Sacramento. So shout out to Brady. Um, we want to thank our fabulous host, Miss Madison Keeby. Gave us the VIP treatment. We we mm-hmm. absolutely appreciate that. Shout out to Roland, who uh, had us rolling in the background uh, with his commentary as oh, he's producing yeah. the show oh. in real time. It was such a treat just to be able to see how everybody else does things. Right. Um, because, you know, we don't have any teleprompters in here. We're just right off the cuff. Yeah. Um, and so you guys were actually given an assignment today. Yeah. You guys are acting as associate producers, so you have come up with how you want to uh, portray your own stories or deliver your own stories. Um, and so I'm excited to see what y'all came up with. Cause normally I do this. So let's go, <laughs> Melissa, we're going to start with you. And I know that was a hard transition, but Melissa has a time clock uh-huh. and she got to get up out of here. Cause uh-huh. she got to go to the board meeting, Miss uh-uh. student board Ooh. member. <laughs> so we're going to put her on the spot. So come on, Millie, what you got? Okay, so I have a few quotes from a story that I saw. And so this happened earlier in the month of April. I believe it was April 3rd, um, but it's resurfacing now because there were alumni from the school that have found out about the incident and are seeking justice for these students. So there are there were four Harvard seniors who are Black that who told the Harvard Crimson that they were asleep in their suite around 4 a.m. on Monday morning when a loud banging on their door woke them up. 
Shortly after, at least five armed Harvard University police officers entered their suite, pointed rif assault rifles at the students and instructed them to exit their rooms with their hands raised. And so there's a quote from one of the students that says, typically things like this don't end well for people who look like us. So we can see that there is this, as we talk about this underlying fear of uh, police officers and people in power because of the things that we're seeing on TV. And so this apparently came from a hoax um, 911 call where mm -hmm. someone was claiming that they were in that suite specifically, in that specific suite with those four black students. So it seems that this was a targeted attack or a targeted 911 call trying to put a target on these four students back. It was a hoax 911 call that said that someone was being held hostage in the room. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And they lived to tell about it. Yes. So it's these four students that, and one of them is speaking up. Uh, not, more Phil Jackson, not Phil Jackson, sorry. Not him yet. Not him yet. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry, Melissa. No, it's okay. Yeah, so there are there are these four students, and I don't know, it's just, what do you guys think? I, I have some things I'm going to say, but I want to know what you guys think. Isn't it illegal to call a false swatting? Yes. yes. Are they being held accountable for that? That yeah. was going to be my question. I haven't found anything. Mm -hmm. uh, and that is why the story is resurfacing, because there are the Black alumni. There's an association specifically for Black alumni from Harvard mm -hmm. that are trying to seek justice and trying to push on the Harvard Police Department and on Harvard itself to to have repercussions for these for the people who called 911 in literally four o'clock in the morning, because that is illegal. And there have been no consequences for them that I could find. Because that's very traumatizing and dangerous. They need to yes. be accountable for that. I mean, and it just makes me think of you all who are about to go off to college. And I right. know you really want to stay in the dorm and your mama's like, hell no. But, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to not hover. But I think of these type of things that are happening. And I think about the world that we are living in mm -hmm. currently. People have lost their ever loving minds. And so I'm just if they cannot do the bare minimum as going after the people who now they determine that it was a false call, if they can't do the bare minimum by holding them accountable, I want to know what what kind of um, hope do black students have? Because anybody could make these phone calls. They do. Anybody out of it, out of state, anybody anywhere could make these phone calls and say certain things. And then you have people who are so trigger happy. They mm -hmm. go in, they they ask questions later, mm -hmm. and it puts you guys as sitting ducks. So I'm I'm worried about um, the accountability aspect of it as well, because um, this is not just happening at Harvard. It's happening in neighborhoods. I mean, there are right. many multiple swatting calls happening. So does that make you rethink anything or you just want to go experience dorm life? Holler at me. What you saying? What you saying, girl? It definitely makes me a little more aware and a little more cautious. You know, I don't want to just walk in with my eyes closed and my ears plugged. La 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 la. Like I will still have some sense of caution, some sense of uh, situational awareness. Um, that I, yeah, because I feel like stuff like this can happen when you're least expected. No matter how prepared you may feel like you are, of course, especially when you're not surrounding yourself with the right people or you're not being more aware of your surroundings and who you're, whose presence you're, yeah, whose presence you're putting yourself in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think okay. I said it right. What do you think, Jalen? I think um, I've heard about swatting stories for the longest time because when I was um, 
come growing up a lot of the streamers and a lot of the um the youtubers that i would watch they would there was like clips of them getting swatted live on while they're on stream and cops running into their house with guns and stuff like that and it got so bad to the point where a lot of streamers as soon as they would move to a different neighborhood they would go to the police department that they were Mm. uh that they would uh be in the new city of Mm -hmm. and they would tell them hey um there there could be people who might try to call you and tell you that i have i may do x y and z Mm -hmm. because that happened the last place i was at so i'm just giving you a heads up that they this happens a lot like and they never find who does it because they'll be in a whole other state they'll just give oh bomb threat and then next thing you know they're getting swatted and they can see it coming because a lot of them live in penthouses so they'll literally go on instagram be like look somebody swatted me again so I've been very, I've seen this a lot. Hmm. So, I don't like it. I don't Yeah, either. that's really scary. You, Adrian, what do you think? Uh, I think they should really investigate who made the call because yeah. I remember seeing a story, I don't remember where, but somebody literally got shot by the police because they were swatted. Mm-hmm. They were innocently shot. And I know they, they got charged with murder, I believe. But I think if you start charging these people that are making these false calls as harshly as possible, that's the only way you can really stop it. Right. And then make them responsible for restitution because that is a lot of counseling. That is a lot of, you know, fallout from their joke, so to speak. Yeah. Um, And it's not funny. Yeah. This was today. When was it, Melissa? This was at the beginning of the month. It was April 3rd. Uh, but uh, the last article I found was April 21st, so a few days ago. Mm-hmm. And they, because of the ha- Harvard Alumni Association, the Black Alumni Association was pressing on Harvard to get, um, like you were saying, get therapy or help for these students because nothing has, nothing's been done for them. They, they mm-hmm. were, I found a quote that said that for 66 hours, there was silence. Like there was no communicating with those students. There was nothing. So the latest article I found was a few days ago on the 21st, because they're pushing for some kind of support for those students. And they were pushing for that for Sunday. So yesterday. And so it's still a developing story. Like it's been three weeks. Like right. what if you had a damn investigate? You know, it was a false call. Like, come on. Yeah, that's unless wild. you're that's... looking for who did it, like stop all this. But yeah. in the midst of them investigating, they can do something for the affected students. That's mm-hmm. all. Yep. Well, thank you, Miss Melissa, for yeah, leading sure. us off. Yeah. Let's see. Hmm, who am I pick on next? Keila, since you're making all these Keila. funny faces, it's on you. What are we talking about? We are talking about Kim Potter. So April 11th, 2021, she stopped Dante Wright in a traffic stop. And she was she pulled him over for expired tags. So, you know, commotion went on. And then he they found out that he had like a warrant out for him. And then so she was repeatedly saying taser, taser, taser. And then he tries to drive off and then she shoots him. So, you know, that goes on trial. And then so today, this morning at 4 a.m., she was released in Minnesota and she served less sentence. And now she is basically in like, I don't know how to describe, not like a hideout, but like she has she's, like witness, witness protection. protection. Yeah, basically. Oh. And then so 
it's on a whole nother state in Wisconsin. And so she's basically being monitored. Well, that's a terrible place hey, to wait, be. She mm, but she's on house arrest or anything? Basically. So basically she can't have any firearms. She has to report everything she's doing, where she's living, if she's moving. But it has to be in Wisconsin. Yeah, they gave her that NBA young boy treatment. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, I mean, we're laughing not because it's funny, but because... Um, it seems like a slap on the wrist, right? And keep in yeah. mind, she got charged with first and second degree manslaughter, and she was released six months. Manslaughter, from, yeah, and released in sixteen months. So you get mm. two years and you get released. And oh, I'm sure it was for good behavior. They she's basically such a good girl, right? So yeah. they the reason why the whole release and why she got into a whole thing, anyways, because in the jail, wherever she was, the prison there were people that were protesting and like basically threatening her life. Mm. Like oh. what? <laughs> you killed yeah. somebody. Like, so what do you guys think? I need to see same energy. They like to give a lot of these people, a lot of these white people passes when they commit harsh crimes. Well, let's not, let's go a step further. White police officers mm -hmm. who are sworn to protect the public and they end up scared of their own damn shadow and they shoot instead of just arrest him and let him go through the court system. Right. Like, if you're scared, you don't need you a don't. gun and you don't need authority to be able to make that decision like they're God. Yeah. Yeah. What in the entire hell? Yeah, and then even she... So she talked to the mother is what I seen, and she was like, I'm sorry that I did this to you because she has a child as well. So she was just like, I'm so sorry, but then yet she gets treated like that energy like like there's a thing called reciprocity and karma is that that one what's so define reciprocity reciprocity you give what you get mm -hmm. you reap what you sow mm. right so nope i'm not gonna say that what i will say is i hope karma finds her and finds her resting well yeah that's what i'll say <laughs> and even his brother said in an interview like it's basically just a slap across the face like yeah. how do you do this and then you get this witness protection program type thing and it just doesn't make any sense social injustice yeah i mean and then it goes back to we we talked about it before the podcast michael vick got more time than she did like, <laughs> it's really crazy so what does that say about the value of black life if michael vick because of dogs got more of a punishment than still, this woman who was sworn to protect the public. And it's still on his every single where he goes, every time he even tries and to And they bring it TV, up constantly. Yeah, oh, you you dogfight it. You were a dogfighter. But she can get 16 months for killing somebody. A it's just disgusting being. at the end of the day. A like whole human being. Yeah. He was 20 Not years three fifths old. of a human right. being. 20 years a old. A child, newborn. Yeah. yeah. Like Adrian, Gosh, what you think? Wow, about Miss Kim Potter? It's crazy because I, I remember when this happened. I mm -hmm. don't even think it should be manslaughter. I think it should be murder. Like, how do you not I, know a taser you, from a gun? Mm -hmm. You're yeah. trained all that time. You don't know what a taser is. <laughs> so, hey, the fact that it was charged with manslaughter. That, that that dude that shot Oscar Grant said he mm -hmm. didn't know the difference. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys have ever held a gun and held a taser. Like there is like a distinct, I've held a taser. There's a distinct weight difference. And a taser, the ones that I had uh, access to, they were boxy. 
Mm-hmm. They weren't like a firearm, which right. I also held too. And even in so, the video. And it, I'm sorry to cut you off, Adrian, but it's a difference. Like there's a distinct difference mm-hmm. between a taser and a gun. And my understanding is they're on opposite hips. They are. They are. So how okay. even in the video, in the video, it says she keeps saying taser, taser. You could hear her multiple times, but yet he drives off and you shoot. shoot? But you just said taser though, right? So that just but makes that's me what, think. That's because for the How audio. How did you pass? Police Academy. No, no, no. What's going on? That's for the audio. She was already giving herself an out. Y'all but that's don't understand. Not, no. that's, some, that's some next level foolishness. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like you were plotting from yeah. jump. Yeah. It should have been premeditated. Come on, uh, Adrian. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, you pretty much already said. I was just going to say, I don't understand. I was baffled that she got manslaughter instead of murder. Right. And then on top of it, she got manslaughter. She got out. Only in 16 months. Mm. Yeah. Melissa. I completely forgot about this woman because she was in prison and I thought we dealt with her already. Mm-hmm. Like, I, because I remember when we talked about this on the podcast when this happened. Like, I'm so sick and tired of you get 16 months for literally killing someone. And she said that she has a child too. So, what if that would have been your kid? But because you're white, oh it definitely oh would not God. have been your kid. So, and then the getting threats in prison. Who cares? Girl, take That's it. Prison deal with it. Every day, B. People get threats every day. Yeah. Um, I I thought we dealt with her already. I completely forgot she existed. That's why I chose this one. Because the last time I remember her is when she was crying in the court. That's the last time cry. I remember seeing they her. They cry in the classroom. They cry in the front office. conference They cry. They cry. That's like literally the last time I seen her was when she was crying. But then it's just wild. It's their, it's their way out. It's just wild because now she's in a whole different state. Like, that's what I'm really like. Like, are what you say that this happened in? It happened in Minnesota, Minnesota. and now Minnesota she's in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. How was she able to? How was she able to? Why? Basically, on They're protecting her. Yeah. So basically, yeah. this was a debate since I think like last week. I'm not sure any backstory, but I was reading and it was like they already knew they were going to release her on Friday. They just didn't know when on Monday. And of course, they did it at four to five a.m. this morning. Uh, when everybody's supposed to be asleep. Right. And like, I mean, I yeah, wasn't. And then you already know in our time, know. that's two, three hour difference. Like, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I hate when people aren't held accountable Locked. because they're these are the same people that say black folks need to be held accountable. Like they say that yeah. all the time. Yeah. Well, um, hmm. all right. Adrian, what you got for us? I got a story out of Antioch. Um Antioch, California or Antioch someplace else? Antioch, California. Okay. So an on going investigation by the FBI into Antioch police found that 45 out of 99 police officers were engaging in racial text between Ooh. each other. Oh. So it's a whole uh, problem. <laughs> oh, and I have some quotes that I want to read. So one of the set, one of the cops said, um, we just ran down a monkey at Sycamore. Wow. <laughs> One said, I'll bury that N-word in my fields. He said the N-word. Hmm. Uh, one asked, so are we harassing the gorillas? Oh. One said, bottom line, it doesn't matter. Some gorilla killed another gorilla. Oh, wow. Hmm. I'm, I'm assuming they're talking about black on black crime. Yeah. The thing they uh, like to promote so much when they want to validate why they should continue to kill black people. But go ahead. And this last one says, there was no, there, there was... It was a 21-page report full of text. 
Oh, oh. Y'all were writing essays. Oh. But this last one says, since we don't have video, I sometimes just say people gave me a full confession when they don't. It oh. gets fouled easier. Oh. So, with so that everything that they've touched should be thrown out then, is what I heard. Prosecutors are reinvestigating all of their cases. A um, few people came forward saying they were misfairly treated. And, you know, hmm. we'll see where it goes from there. Oh, so this is an ongoing you case. You got like, Damien or nothing, nothing has been, they haven't been charged or anything. Nothing's taken place. Uh, Antioch police have not released what they're doing as far as disciplinary measures. Oh. And when was this? Uh, the text released April 13th. Oh, this is recent. a week. 46% yeah. of the police force. That's almost half. Well, now, and that's what? not far from us. Let's just let's keep it a buck. Yeah, it's not that, that far is not from far. Here. That is that's scary minutes. and dangerous. Serving, protecting y'all talk like this, you know, straight up people behaving badly, which is the name of our podcast episode. Like, what in the entire heck? And in, in it's always a specific type of police officer, you know, like. It's like, do y'all just go out and recruit specific yes. types of these jokers? Have like, to. for real? Have to, at this point. Where is all the is there character hate not a coming from? That's what I'm saying. I realize that they, the genesis of the police were slave catchers. They still have that mentality. And they want us to believe that the police are supposed to protect and serve. What they mean is protect and serve white people. Let's keep it a buck. Let's Come on. keep it a buck. Like, what the hell is this? And, and and then, so they're talking about the community. You're not going to even let the community, you're not going to disclose how these people were handled. Right. It's probably because they're going to remain on the job. Right. right. Yeah. And I can only imagine what's going through the minds of the people within that community. How scared they must be to know that the police within their community, the ones that are meant to serve and I protect. I think they already know. Possibly. Because they've had run-ins with them. Hmm. Okay. They've had run-ins with them, and they're just validating everything that the public already knows. Mm -hmm. They said when there's no video, they just file whatever anyway. Right. It's crazy. Wow. But this is the thing, and, and I know, like, people will take little sound bites from our podcast, and they'll say, oh, BVBOE hates police. I do not hate police officers. I hate the institution of policing as it stands right now because there have not been any reforms, really meaningful reforms, been put into place to address this bias it's not unconscious it's not implicit it's explicit bias and there's been nothing done to address that so how can we then tell you young people that you can trust them when right. this this type yeah. of foolishness continuing to happen in multiple police departments around this country yeah. and right. nobody has a uniform as if to how they're going to deal with specific things every police department has a different way they do things and it all comes down to the same thing. They don't give a damn about black people. They don't. And until we can have that conversation and be real about it, it's going to be a problem. Yep. It's going to be a problem. And that is in no way for me to say I hate all police officers. If you know me, you know I have relationships with police officers. But we, then you're not going to piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. <laughs> like, it's not going to happen. So how do we coexist we don't have to like each other. You don't like us. We probably don't like you. But how do we coexist in a community where we have young people coming up and we're trying to change the trajectory, but we have adults behaving badly? Mm -hmm. And we want to put the onus on the kids to change, but the adults won't change. Mm -hmm. Do we think Absolutely that these ridiculous. People, do we think that these officers grew up in this community? 
And most of them don't grow up in the communities they work in. Yeah. Or care to get to know the community that they're going to work in. Yeah. Oh. They're well, you know, they'll come out and they'll do the Cupid Shuffle and, the, you mm, know, or play, play basketball, some basketball mm-hmm. with the kids. Or race. Yeah, they'll do some or race. Swaps, or race. You know, quick. they'll do that. But real meaningful relationship building, I have not seen that. Right. Yeah. And if you do have somebody in the department who wants to do real meaningful relationship building, they're not there too long. No, they're mm-hmm. not. They're not. No, they are not. <sighs> it's infuriating. They get scapegoated quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they become the problem and they get pushed out mm-hmm. because truth of the matter is people like it the way that it is oh yeah yeah they, they like it the way that it is mm-hmm. was it like to admit it or not and that's okay. it. because if they didn't it would have been changed <laughs> they by now they did like they, they literally certainly said, did in multiple like your size text 21 pages full of text you're messages. gossiping about people's lives at this point honest Come and you're on, playing Melissa. with people's lives like 21 pages and i know that's not all of it like that depending on depending on how long each of these officers have been working like working in this police department i know that's not all of the messages tip of an iceberg ain't nobody got time for that (laughs) let them know i'm just saying like we we have to have some real like honest dialogue right about the state of policing the state of police in our communities the state of it's I I told you to do something and so you do it. Not that I'm going to abide by the rights I know you have as an autonomous human. It's I'm going to place place my will above yours. And you, you got to do what I say. And if you make me scared and fearful, I'm going to shoot. And then I'm going to say, you know what? They reach for a weapon. Oh, they reach for their waistband. Oh, um, they reach for the glove compartment. Oh, it's always something. The community is supposed to know better. But these people who are given guns don't have to know better and it's sickening yeah it's absolutely yeah. sickening and it just makes you think like what about the text that what about the that, police departments that aren't uh getting outed no what yeah. are they texting about like you're looking at this it's like what what are the, what I'm do sure the police similar. in our community <laughs> it will be but i'm just i'm saying, sure it'd be like, similar just like because i well, I'm not going to say that Uh-oh. either. Lord have mercy. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Filter, filter. <laughs> <laughs> we got filtered on today. <laughs> Woo! I almost, I almost told on somebody. Anyway. Miss Jada, what you got for us? I got a pretty lengthy one. You're not going to hold you. Um, so <laughs> this incident took place in took place in March, but this um, USA Today article came out, or was, I guess, edited April 6th. Um, the victim was a 17-year-old father, Delanio Delanio Martin. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure it's Delanio, though. And it took place in Washington, D.C. The news statement said, On March 18th, Metropolitan Police Department and U.S. Park Police officers found Delanio Martin asleep in the car police believed to be stolen, officials said. Park police got into the car, and after a struggle, Martin drove away with an officer still in the back seat. That officer shot Martin multiple times. Body camera video shows before Martin crashed the car into a house. Um, so the slight details that I went over was the MPD officers were responding to a report of a suspicious vehicle. Martin was found asleep in the driver's seat of a vehicle that police say was reported stolen earlier that month. This is March. Um, footage shows officers sneaking up on the car and silently opening the door before shouting loud commands, startling Martin. An officer jumps at Martin in the driver's seat, detaining him for a few until Martin puts this car into drive while the policeman is in the back seat, ditching the other policemen that are outside of the car. The policeman inside the car yells at Martin, stop, man, just let me out. Let me go. Stop. Stop or I'll shoot and proceeds to shoot him in the back multiple times. Martin then crashes the car into a house. 
Only police, only the policeman in the back gets out of the car. Um, a few facts about this or about the family in general was that Delanio had a seven month old son. Um, Martin's family, especially his mother, Diara Martin, seeks justice and wants the officers fired and charged. She states, he's my sunshine. That's my protector. You took my protector. Dara Martin, the mother, claims that the medical examiner told her that her son was shot six times. However, the chief medical examiner's office said in a statement to USA Today that Martin's cause of death was multiple gunshot wounds in the, in the manner of death was homicide, but did not specify how many gunshot wounds he suffered, which is like who's lying and who's telling the truth at that point. Um, the officer's plan was to cut out the plastic in the back window silently and lock the door, then states if he doesn't get startled, doesn't wake up, then we're going to try and get in there, grab him before he puts the car, the car into gear. With this known, a spokesman said during a press conference that the MPD officers at the scene do not need to be identified because they were not involved in any serious uses of force in response to the mother of Martin saying she wants the officers involved to be identified. What? Yeah. And the executive board of the Park Police's Union released a statement Thursday, assumed to be March 30th, saying Martin was a clear threat to the officer who shot him, further saying the officers involved followed department policies and called the officer's actions justified. Your thoughts? First of all, department policy. First, I'd have to read what the department policy is. Normally, when you uh, engage somebody who's sleeping, what do you expect them to do when you startle them out of their sleep? Right. They are disoriented and they don't even know who you are. At any time, does it say in there that he identified himself as a policeman in what you just read to me? Nope. Oh, okay. So there's um, a video. So basically, if I was a person who didn't know that there were police officers... I'm just basically getting grabbed from behind. And then it shows the other, like another angle officer <laughs> grabbed him out the front of the seat and was trying to tug him out there. And then until he pushed on the gas and like the two policemen outside fell off the car and there was still one in the back. Is that the, ooh, they shouldn't have been on the car. <laughs> yeah. My thing is, this continues to happen, right? We saw the same thing happen, I want to say, in the Bay Area. We saw these policemen come up to the car. People are clearly sleeping. They saw he was clearly sleeping. Yep. And they get into the car and they grab him. Why they didn't knock on the window? My question is, if you're police and if you're police who claim to have a probable cause to detain the suspect, why are you sneaking? That's just my only question. Why are you sneaking? Why is there a we're going to cut the we're going to cut the window. Then we're going to open the door. We're going to. What was he doing that was wrong? He was reported to be in a stolen vehicle. How, like, is there proof of that? I want proof of that. They say that he was asleep in a stolen vehicle that was reported allegedly. Stolen, allegedly earlier that month. Well, I don't believe anything unless I see a warrant. Right. Did they have a warrant? Nope. They just jumped on him. That like that. I watched the entire video. They just jumped on him. How many seconds did they give him before they shot him? Would you say? Oh, they didn't give him any seconds in between. He was okay, in the so back. So he just they get he gets jumped on by a uh, probably what he's thinking a carjacker, right? And he's trying to get away. And he was saying mm. in the back, "Stop before I shoot!" Bow, bow, bow. Like, where was this interval of seconds for him to stop the car? Like, yeah. So now you can't sleep, right? You can't be in your dorm room sleep, right? In right? your house, I got. Let's not forget that right one. Now. So it's, 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 y'all. You can make Ooh. a long list of things you can't do. What can we do? Can we live? Clearly like, not. If, oh, if they hey. give you permission to, apparently. Gosh. Goodness gracious. Mm. Adrian, what do you think? It's just, it's scary. 
I mean, every time it seems like every month a new story like this comes out, and we as black people got to learn we're we're fending for ourselves. Honestly, you know, we have to be cautious of everything we do, mm-hmm. and it's it's just scary. And so, as 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 men, black men, when you guys continually hear stories about this. What goes through your mind, or do you? Does nothing go through your mind? Like no, what? Just, what happens? It just makes you more scared of police. Really, honestly, you're like every single time you see a police officer, your your hair starts to go up on your arms, and you get, you start sweating. Mm-hmm. You feel like you're having a panic attack because you're like, how is this interaction going to go? You don't know if this is a good person or a bad person, or did I catch you on a good day, or did I catch you on a bad day? <laughs> yeah. So it's just more of a simple fact of what, who, who am I going to run into? Or mm. not even if you get pulled over, just who am I going to run into when I see somebody? Like, can they see me and make, mistake me for somebody that I'm not? Right. Mm. I've, I've ran into people who've been mistaken for somebody else and thrown in jail, like, and having to really say, I'm not the person that you're looking for. Well, all the stuff that, all the things add up you're this high you're this weight well i'm not that person so you just sitting there like what can i do like mm-hmm. i can't be sleep i can't be i can't be loud music. I, I can't do anything can't knock on doors can't have mm-hmm. my windows down i can't have my windows up <laughs> um what what do you want me to do can't run can't, can't chill run. in my can't house walk. eat ice cream and watch a game can't go get some can't. uh what did he have some skittles and, yep. and an iced tea make sure that you just can't can't fix sure the doorknob <laughs> make sure you don't have your phone in your hand because yeah. they be thinking your phone like this can't run but gun. then can't sit and listen to and follow your orders it's like yeah yeah adrian what about you what do you think when you continually hear stories like this like jalen said it just makes me caution up like because uh, the other day I got pulled over, and uh, looking back on it now, I noticed I asked him to do everything. Like, uh, hands on the steering wheel, I asked, can I grab my phone? Can I open my glove box? Can I grab this? So it's like, it. that's something that we as Black men have been instilled in us since we were a child from our moms. And it's a shame that we're going to have to steal it in our kids still. Yeah. The same, same things. Yeah, you're right. On Dukes, they say that, for sure. Yeah. And I just want to uh, lift up the two names that I do see in the chat. Alonzo Bagley and Joseph Taylor were killed by police in Shreveport, Louisiana. Um, thank you, Courtney, for sharing that. Um, it's terrible. It's terrible. Like, I, I I, am always <clears throat> so fearful for you guys, right? Yeah. Um, And not to say that you are doing anything wrong, but you could do everything right. Yeah. And it's still a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, good gracious. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that was oh. that was hard to hear for me because I have a little brother. Right. He's a 6'3", brown skin, tall dude. Like, it, I think about it all the time. So it's just like you saying that really was like, oh, my heart was heavy. Not, and like you having to hear this from the time you're five years old. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Yeah. you turn, as soon as you're really able to walk around, you're getting told that, well... Or when you're about to start driving, well, I'm going to give you the cans and can do's. Always be respectful. You have to get a whole rundown before you can even get in the car. Mm-hmm. Like, you, 
I, most people have to take their driver's license. We have to take our police license. Right. And then they're driving your license. life license. Yeah. Like we we legit have to have a whole conversation about what to do in this situation if you have to do with the police. What if the police is not having a bad if, what if you do having a bad day? What if you're having a good day? What, what do you what can you do? How far can you stretch the leash? Like you gotta go through all this training before you can even touch a driver's right. license. And what's crazy is you can do all of that and still end up like Tyree Nichols. Absolutely. It's it's yeah. ridiculous. You you can't have anything on you. They can mistake a- anything now for a gun. Wow. Anything. Wow. And I just wanted to circle back to Adrian's earlier comment where he was like, like the difference between a taser and gun. Like, what happened? Y'all don't know how to decipher. That's in my mind. That's what I was thinking. Like, did you not? Did you not want to grab your taser? Maybe tase the person in the driver's seat, not shoot him so that he can crash into a into somebody's house. They could have. He could have hurt somebody inside that house. Like. It's negligence. It and then plotting. who did I mean, uh, like let's just say that somebody in the house got hurt. Right. Who does that fall on? Right. Because I, I bet you it won't fall on the policeman. Mm. And if it does, you'll get short and sentence. Then, like and then they have the audacity to say that he was a clear threat and his actions followed department threat. policies. You shoot at people who drive in quote unquote stolen vehicles. That's a policy of yours. Now you shoot people that are asleep. Right. Like, no, you jump on them and then shoot them. Like, and not in. He probably never even knew what the heck was happening. And said that the policeman was not involved in any serious uses of force, but somebody's dead. Yeah. Make that make sense. You can't. But, like, why don't you identify yourself? Like, why can't, like, identify you are police? Why you just didn't knock? That's what I'm saying. Window. Hey, there. Hello. Hi. I could just imagine what he was like thinking. Cause like you he were probably saying, didn't have a chance to think anything. And, and I don't know if he knew that there was somebody mind, in the back like, seat. I don't know if he took the time to like, he just looked like he was just like this the whole time. Like this is an ambush. That's not no arrest. That's an ambush. Yeah. And I agree hundred percent. Oh, I got goosebumps everywhere. Jalen, what you got for us? What you, what are we talking about? <laughs> what you got? It's, it's a lot more like, it's not Woo! lighthearted, but it's not as, it's not as crazy. <laughs> well, we going to switch gears because yeah. we want to get it in. Yeah. So, so uh, we're, uh, we're, we're talking about how these coaches are going uh they're doing a little bit too much right now because okay. we are because we had the, the incident with the Georgia football coach and we all seen that how that mm-hmm. Georgia football coach was in Atlanta talking about reckless yeah just talking reckless but but two days ago Phil Jackson everybody knows Phil Jackson right do you know who Phil Jackson is Jada no the okay. coach he, he used was to a, coach the Bulls and then he went over to the Lakers he coached Michael Jordan and he coached Kobe Bryant yeah oh, oh wait his success is off of really you can make it four prominent black figures uh michael jordan scotty pippen shaq and kobe right so right okay right. um two days ago he goes on to a um he goes on to a podcast where he says and i quote let me let me, let me get the quote up get he the says quote. what he say he says i have not watched uh any nba since the bubble which was 2020 when they had the um the COVID mm-hmm. situation, and they went to Orlando. They went to Disney World to do a bubble with no fans and everything. Mm-hmm. He says, "I cannot watch the bubble because of the agendas that they push." He said mm-hmm. he doesn't like the basketball evolution. Doesn't watch it anymore. Thought the bubble and political slogans on the jerseys was wanky, and made fun of it with his grandchildren. He also says, "There's they even have slogans on the base on the floor in the baseline." It was trying to bring a certain audience to the game, and they didn't know it was turning other people off. People don't want to see sports as non-political. Um, but isn't sports always been political? 
certain sports figures have been political. I don't know if sports as a whole has been political. Um, sometimes I just want these older people to go sit down somewhere and shut up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Life kind of dictates what we see around us. And I'm sorry if the fact that you had a slogan like Black Lives Matter um, triggered you, Phil Jackson, when you've made money off the backs of black men. Right. I am sorry that that was unfathomable for you to know that or for them to even make a statement on their shirts or on the court yep. saying that we support that they are black. What do you want them to do? I know. Shut up and dribble. And mm -hmm. and, and also, this was around the time when um, this was coming off of George Floyd, George Floyd. And Breonna then there was, Taylor. And then mm -hmm. there was the, what was the one in Milwaukee? There was, there was there's been so much. I, I know. know. And then there was one in Milwaukee and then they ended up going. They were on the court and then they decided not to play that game because that was the same day of the killing. Mm -hmm. So there was all Respect. these different events that happened. Mm -hmm. And they also had their name. They they changed the names on their back. So if it was LeBron, they would have put like uh, Peace and Love or Black okay. Lives Matter or they changed the names of their jerseys. And now we're saying it's I don't watch it because of this. It's political. It's it's political to care about my people? Yeah. Oh, my bad. It's crazy that you said that he's laughing about it with his grandchildren yeah. for me. He Ooh. said it. Yeah. He said, like, he said generational. Oh. And it's like it's going to keep going down, 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 down. Like nothing's about to. What? He said his grandchildren uh, were asking what was all that. And then they started making fun of it. Oh. That's so teaching nice your of them. grandchildren to be racist. Okay. Well, I mean, and, and, but. <laughs> But it's people like him that continue to get these jobs coaching these black athletes mm -hmm. who have these like opinions about black people as a whole. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, I am so sick of them. Like go sit down somewhere. Go laugh about that. Like, come on, go sit down. Yeah. Like sometimes their, their opinions are irrelevant. I don't know why we're still talking about him. He's not coaching anymore. Good. Um, he, just ride off into the sunset. Go be happy. Go That's do something what, else. Who's on money that you made off the backs of black people? He's Bye. probably already doing that. Like, and he's probably doing? still dating that. Is he still dating <laughs> that Lakers GM, Jenny Buss? Is he still doing that? Is he still nah, busting her down? Like, oh, what are we my doing? God. Like, what are we doing? I ain't gonna lie. I was that funny? Now, look, are you look. laughing about where's that with your grandchildren? Was that funny? I think I seen her. I think she had a brother last time. I seen her. I ain't gonna cap, though. I seen her at the game. Adrian, what what you talking about? I seen her at the game sizing up Dwayne Wade. I know, I love him. Anyway. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, my question is, what certain people is he talking about when he doesn't he doesn't want to the games? Because last time I checked, we didn't make Black Lives Matter political. Black Lives Matter was just what we matter. feel. It's what we want. We want Black Lives to matter. It's not a mm -hmm. political campaign. Also, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's a great question, and I think he's talking about you know the peasants, those those lower lower income black folks, who or those activists or advocates out there that really care about people. Um, those are the people that you don't normally see at the games anyway. It's more people his complexion in the stands than ours. Ours, ours are mostly on the floor, mm -hmm. so we have to keep it a buck. Um, sometimes Ooh. these old people need to go sit down and shut the hell up. Um, and let these young folks do what it is that they're doing. If that's the only thing that they were allowed to do to make it so that they were visible to people out here in the communities, then what was the matter with that? It didn't it didn't affect his pockets at all? 
um his opinion is pretty much irrelevant i don't even know what we're talking about him are you done I'm done. I'm done. Oh, she said, okay. and he said, decided to share. Not yet. Because I don't got time for him. Um, I, he's he's lived a very privileged life. Yes, he um, and he gets to sit up and talk about things that really don't affect him. And I'm really, really tired of it. And if they don't have anything productive to say, they can sit down and shut up. Yep. Um, so <laughs> the last story I want to bring to y'all. So I don't know if you guys have seen this viral video that's going around of the young lady who... Uh, happened to roll up on the substitute teacher and put her hands on her coming behind her desk um, and them getting into a fight. Um, Look, there are a lot of things that I can say about um, teachers, right? Um, But there are also equally as much I can say about students and their lack of respect. Um, The fact that they think they have the right to do certain things because they're upset. There's no self-control being exhibited. Um, And so this teacher, and I'm just going to read just a portion of this article, if I can find it. Um, It says, Xavier Steele, Xavier Steele, a North Carolina teacher who has been charged with simple assault for fighting against a high school student is telling her side of the story. A video that went viral shows how the fight unfolded at Rocky Mountain High School in Rocky Mountain, North Carolina. Still and the student are seen repeatedly exchanging hits before dragging each other to the floor, according to ABC 11. Um, explaining her side of the story in a video on social media, Still says she is a substitute teacher who worked with kids for a long time, but she has never experienced anything like the recent fight. I've been working with young people for 22 years. I started off in high school tutoring young folks. In elementary school, I taught dance cheerleading drill team. I've taught Sunday school, praise and worship dance. The teacher says she loves young people and has never been attacked by students. I love young people. This is why I work with them, she said. I have a heart for them. That young lady attacked me and she went for blood. And uh, it says, according to Steele, someone also made a fake social media post, I'm sorry, page in her name that stated, she said, F the kids and F the job. I was never F the kids because our kids are our future. But I'm going to tell you this. She was in my space. She was behind the desk. I followed protocol for whatever, for whoever said that I touched her first. I tried to call for an administrator or somebody at the office. Um, She says, as much as I love the kids, I cannot put my life or my livelihood in danger anymore. I will be saying goodbye to this profession. Mm. Mm. Um... (laughs) hit him with a mic drop so the um there has to be something said about students encroaching upon um the teacher's desk i remember when we were in school um we never ever went behind the teacher's desk unless we were invited yep um this young lady was upset because she had her cell phone removed um the teacher took the cell phone to try to regain um control of the classroom which is normal for a teacher yeah why the cell phone out? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, right. Yep. And so when you guys hear this story or you hear about this, what, what are some of the things that come to your mind? And then I'm going to tell you what her mama said. Hmm. Hear stories like this where students fight their teachers. I guess if that's what you want to call it, I think she got her behind with what she, what she absolutely needed. But yeah, go yeah that. I just think about home training. Like you, I would hope, like, what is your home environment like? Would you do this at home? Would you do this to your mama? Would you do this to your dad? Like, let's be for real. No, I I just don't, I don't think about it. I don't think anything about it except for 
the home training, I guess. Like, what is she taught at home? What's her mm -hmm. home environment like? Mm -hmm. You know, not to give her a pass or anything, but it's just like, why do you think that you have this much oomph, some pep in your step to go and put your hands on an adult? Mm. So, Keila, what do you think? I don't even know, honestly. Yeah. I'm really trying to, like, wrap my head around it mm -hmm. and kind of what you said. But, yeah, I need to know what the mom said. Okay. Jalen? I mean, it's just, like, really crazy. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. Because, like, why would you go by? Like, Because she like, was mad. She wanted her phone. What I know, you but that's, like, a little like, girl. It's like an unwritten rule of school. You don't never do that. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah. Like, yeah. I know when I did that, I'm not saying I did that, but like if people did that, right, you would get like even in elementary school, you would get detention for going behind somebody's desk. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. like you elementary school and then high school, you doing that girl. Question. What race is the, the child? She's black. That, oh, the Lord. Black. oh, Lord. Oh, uh -huh. have mercy. So what her mama thinking? What her Ooh, mama thinking? Please let me oh, know what her mama's Wait, thinking. Wait, can I, can I guess? Uh, let me, I'll let okay, you guess okay, after we go okay. to Adrian. Adrian, teacher, uh, student coming, hitting the teacher first and then getting into an altercation. What say you? I try it. I try to look at it from the teacher's perspective and I'm like, what would I do? <laughs> like, I don't know. You wouldn't do that? Like, what do they expect the teacher to do? Just get beat right. up? Right, right. Uh, so who's getting the harsher punishment, the student or the teacher? I don't know because you know they don't disclose what happens to the student. So, so well, find out. But my understanding is they were both arrested, or they were both charged. Is how what old my is understanding is. The student? the student. I don't know how old the student is, um, but she is a teenager. Um, she did hit first. Um, and you know my thing goes. I'm gonna go towards the parent, and probably because I know what the parent said. Um, I know what I would say if my daughter had the audacity to take her behind behind the teacher's door. I knew it. That's what I knew it. I, I knew it. I, okay, so let me read you what your mama what the mama said. Because like, people are saying, you know, the mama needs to go up there and put hands on the teacher. No, um, that no. it was the teacher's fault. No. She shouldn't have did X, Y, and Z. So here's what the mom said. She says, "Are y'all okay?" I'm asking because the thought of going up to the school to fight the teacher never even crossed my mind. In what world? My child had the audacity to go behind the teacher's desk, curse at the teacher, invade her space multiple times, refuse to listen and back up and swing on her first. And you think my reaction is to go up there to fight the teacher? I'm losing my mind on my child because the thought, no, I'm sorry, because you thought you ate. You thought you was grown. You thought you were putting on a show, right? Now you're getting two shows for the price of one. It's a double feature. Ooh, and that phone, bars. you'll never see it again. Matter of fact, I'm throwing it out of the principal's window just to prove a point, just to make the show extra spicy because you've lost your entire mind. And so have I. Like, are y'all okay? And I'm like, come, I knew it. come on, mama. Listen. I knew it. Listen. Yeah. Where, where the air horns, Tevin? You, la you late. Come on, Tevin. <laughs> I'm sorry, because <laughs> that is the energy we need our parents to have. Yeah. Have you lost your mind? Yeah. We do not send our children to school to embarrass us. Mm. We don't send our children to school to be disrespectful. And if they are, there's something wrong with the home environment. But I'm going to tell you right now, let that have been my daughter. 
We both go into the school. I have decorum. I'm we not doing that. both go into the school. And you going to sit up here and you going to explain to that woman not only a profuse apology, but you're going to you're going to make it right because there's no way in hell that you send your child to school and she does this type of foolishness and she thinks it's okay. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Absolutely not. Yeah, and she true. probably was putting on a show for maybe for one of her little friends in class. Did you, see did you see the video? I didn't. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she was like, You gonna give me my phone back. You better go sit your little tired tail down. Like, are you serious? Like, and this is you. the thing that we're seeing. Like, I understand everybody uh, says, you know, these children are disrespectful. Some of them are. Yes. Some of them are very disrespectful. Matter of fact, we had our own interaction at one of the kids oh singing the whole time. Oh, yeah. I, I felt that oh, energy. That's why, out. that's why I was like, I need to know what I the mom said. Too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I you can do said. what you can do for these children, but some of them just don't have no damn sense. And yeah. I'm going to just put it like that. Yeah. And you can't save everybody. But at the end of the day, if she put her hands on that grown woman, that grown woman had every right to defend herself. I, I look, yeah, I hundred percent agree. And that's not to say we excuse these parents coming into school classrooms. Yeah, we do beating not. Up children, because you're not an outside we're force. We're not saying that we condone that in any way, shape, or form. What I'm saying is we expect a lot of our teachers, um, and to leave them unprotected, to be somewhere where she could not access administrators where nobody came to her rescue, Mm. that is unacceptable. And I know that a lot of our school campuses were short on staff, right? Mm -hmm. We are short on staff. Kids are, you know, being subjected to a bunch of uh, substitutes. Now, I know when we were in school, we thought the the substitutes was the easy win. We would actually get teachers. Oh, yeah. But when the substitute came in, it was a different ballgame. I was like, Mm -hmm. homework, what's that? (laughs) Attitude? Through the window. I had had a sub for Two months. I turned my test in late. Oh, I'm gonna tell your mama. I still got a. <laughs> uh-uh. But it's just like y'all. I, like you can love kids all you want. Hear me good, right? Because I love kids. But what I won't put up with is disrespect. Oh uh, like, no, you got me. Yeah. Preach that. Ooh, me neither. Because we do too much, and we have to fight too much in society to then come in here and allow one of our own to be damn disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I, I'm. I mean. I applaud that that teacher because she didn't just keep pummeling her. She did sit on her to restrain her. Yeah. And the girl was tapping out. Um, but yeah. she sat there until I don't know when. I don't know if the video cut off and I didn't see her get up. Um, but she was exposed, right? Like she went down, the girl had her hair, she was exposed, her rear end was all in the air, um, her behind was exposed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it has to be embarrassing to have you yourself put on social media like that. Hundred um, percent. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. That's you was gonna say what? No, I was gonna say like, say for instance, what if there wasn't a video? Yeah. Then what? I mean, I don't know. It's somebody's but word against the other person. That's word. what I'm saying. It's a he said, she said. So who are we gonna believe in that situation? Well, and and the thing is, a lot of these things are on video because you got people in class with their cell phones who shouldn't have them, mm-hmm. right? That's, that's, um, which that's. I'm grateful that they were. But what I would have much rather seen somebody get up to try to separate yep. them, not just recording, recording and allowing that teacher to be hit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could sit back and let another student disrespect teacher. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Random teacher, but if so it was a teacher, I would like mess with really hard. I can't sit back and let somebody disrespect that teacher. Yeah, I'd have to step in. I rock with a lot of my teachers. Yeah, you got to see me about my teacher. Yeah, 
<laughs> and and that's the thing. Like I remember when my mom was a, a teacher, she said the students would protect her. No, right? mm-hmm. literally like firsthand. It. Me example, like <laughs> literally. You know, and so it's just it's just the lack of respect, and you know, we love our kids. Don't get me wrong, but wrong is wrong, and it has yep. to be held accountable. That's no matter who's doing it. Um, and so there's a way there's a way that this child can be restored after she apologizes. Mm-hmm. Um, but until then, I mean, I feel bad that the teacher is walking away from the profession. But if you're not protected in your profession, why stay there? Right. So salute to her and salute to the years she did give. Twenty two years mm-hmm. is a long time, a long time to be working with kids. Um, and it takes somebody who really loves kids to be you able to that. work with them in that years, way, yeah. in that long. Um, she a vet. But um, yeah, shout out to the mom though. Shout yeah, for real. Mom. That's yeah. big mom energy. Yeah, especially because she put that out on social media she yeah. said don't get it twisted <laughs> yeah yeah and so she we, said she's gonna throw her phone more that. Yeah. she's she gonna throw her phone Make outside the, the principal's extra office extra spicy period Girl, she said a double feature <laughs> so not only did you get your behind beat by the substitute when you come home it's on and that mm. phone she took temporarily you ain't never gonna see it again <laughs> Mm. I mean, yeah. and all she had to do was wait to the end of the day. That's right? all. That's all they have to do. Yeah. Like, Normally, you're in class yeah. anyway. What or you going to the class period? Yeah. End of the class period. Say you had yeah. 12 yeah. minutes left. Not you so then she was just really putting on the Pick show. your battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's. Pick I'm telling you that literally in high school, that's what you did. Like if you got your phone took, you you didn't have to put it in the office, or you had the teacher get it and you get it at the end of the period. It was in the. Yeah. It was in the world though. Like when you didn't have your phone in class, it was all. Oh, it was. Crazy. But well, some people matter. don't need a phone. Some I did. people don't. But she thought she thought she could punk her teacher though. You yeah, don't get did. me. Who? But my thing is, you don't fuck the sub though. That's I right. mean, it's sub. it's an adult. That's what I'm saying. But the sub. It's an adult. It's an adult. Like, come on, man. The subs like, was cool. And and yeah, the fact cool. that her mom responded that way lets me know she ain't been raised that way. She's right. Right. On for the people in the classroom. She Adrian, was. I'm gonna let you have the probably, last word. Yeah, I'll let you go ahead. Go ahead, dude. I was just agreeing with everything you guys were saying. I was just sitting here and nodding. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. I see your head. You ain't got nothing to add. <laughs> I mean, when you're reading it, you know, it made me smile. Like, we love accountability. That's right. right. That's right. Um, Why people need to learn. Take take notes. Accountability. Looks like that. All, our children are not always right. They are not. And yeah. we're not going to always co-sign foolishness. Mm-hmm. We're not doing it. Let them know. Uh, not here. Let them know. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously not with that mother. Um, and so, you know, salute to her. Uh, salute to the people in the chat. Thank you for joining the discussion. We have run out of time. Uh, so with that, we're going to hit y'all with the wave. Adrian's going to start us off because okay. he's there by himself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, he's going to stretch. Yep. Yeah, yeah, okay. We'll see y'all next week. I get to that last week. It was so much fun. <laughs>